0: and welcome to episode 20 of the save point podcast. I am joined I am Dan and I am joined here by Steve. Yep. And Steve, we have a huge huge surprise. We promised this last week. Yeah. Okay. Um and we are able to fulfill this surprise, which I'm really happy about. Um and I mean I mean I don't know. I'm I'm excited. Are you excited about this? I'm okay. You're okay about (laughs) it. Um, If you uh, join our Discord, you probably already have an inkling of what this surprise is. Um, So if you want to know future surprises and probably get them early, join our Discord, which is right at that link when you look at and find us on iTunes or Podbean or wherever you're downloading us from. But without further ado, I want to introduce our new co-host uh joining the podcast this is tuesday tuesday say hi
1: hey what's up
0: hi not much so tuesday comes from you're from south carolina yeah all right
1: vibes up here finally
0: yeah yeah we do we got some we got some east coast vibes um so as people know, Steve is on the West Coast. He's in he's in good old Cali, even though people don't call it Cali out N- down there.
2: <laughs> Nobody says that. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm in uh, I'm in Illinois, and uh, Tuesday is in is on the East Coast in South Carolina. So it is That's awesome. We have we are representing the whole United States from coast to coast and in the middle. So um, I know that sounded That's, pretty good. I just made that up on the spot.
2: Yeah, coast to coast <laughs> and in the middle.
0: Well, uh, Tuesday, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, what what, uh, what brought you to the podcast, and what do you like to play? Uh, what are you into? Kind of just introduce who you are.
1: Ah, okay. Um, brought me to the podcast, because I think stuff like this is pretty cool. I've kind of always wanted to get into doing things like this and be more active, since I actually started really playing games again, like in the past two years or so. Um, I'm a huge Nintendo nerd, like you name it, I own it, I play it, um, anything Nintendo does, I live for. Wow. Um, I also live for Pokemon. Yeah. Um, I own every bit of Pokemon.
0: So wait, if we go back to that, anything Nintendo does, so, so you would be the counteracting of the old Sega slogan. Remember what the, remember what the Sega Genesis slogan was?
1: Uh, Ooh, we, uh, mm, I used to have one too. I should know that. Didn't but they just
0: scream Sega at you?
2: They are like,
1: "Sega,
0: well, yeah, yeah." <laughs> it used to say "Scream yeah. Sega," but remember their their commercials back in like the nineties was, "We do what Nintendo don't, uh, or what Nintendo don't." Uh huh.
1: Yeah, but still around. Uh, yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, well, that's true.
0: That's true. Okay, go on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo
2: don't don't yeah. sell their company.
0: <laughs> so so big big Pokemon. Uh, have you gotten one of the Let's Play Eevee or Pikachu's?
1: One of them. She got sp- you got both.
0: You got both.
1: You're supposed to pick one. <laughs> awesome. No, that's so. my that's my issue every time. It's like, which one do you want? Uh, both. <laughs>
2: do you do you take turns playing them, or you do you just play one and then the other one goes on the shelf to be like, one day maybe I'll crack that one open. How does that work?
1: No, I I like I play through one of them, and then as soon as I'm done with the other one, it's just like, bam, all right, time to start it over again.
0: Nice. Cool.
1: It's nice. not play see, all of them, too. Yeah.
0: See, I told you she fit in with she, she totally fits.
1: <laughs>
2: you nerd. Welcome. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm currently working on finishing my uh, Let's Go Eevee also right now. I've got Pikachu on lock, and Eevee's about done as well. Oh, nice. Nice.
2: How many evolutions is Eevee up to now? I uh, haven't played in a few years.
1: Let's see. There is Jolteon, Flareon, Vaporeon, Umbreon, Espeon, Leafyon, Glaceon, Sylveon. So, what? That's eight?
2: That's eight, yeah. Wow.
0: You Damn, can, she you, does know her shit. Yeah, she pulled don't, out really don't, quick. Don't fuck with her
1: Eevee.
2: No, man. <laughs> I was like the leaf one, there's a fire and then
0: there's, <laughs> there's one has one, bows. There's
1: one that's pink there's for the, no reason. <laughs> there's a
2: pink one.
0: <laughs> Isn't there one that creates donuts? I think I just got donuts on the mind. It's a uh, oh, no, donutty on. Least... Yeah. Go donutty on no. Yeah. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Leon. so, uh, if, if you have to pick, uh, really fast, uh, um, lightning round of questions. Top three games of all time. Go.
1: Okay. Um, Pokemon Crystal, Mega Man Eight, and da, 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 maybe Borderlands. Oh, which, which is one? On an, the first one.
0: The first one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Top console.
1: Oh. Um. Let's see if we're going well. I guess the Switch fits into both handheld and, like, actual console category. Yeah. Um, right now, I really like the Switch as just, like, a standalone console. And if we're going handheld, I'm going to say probably my Game Boy SP, as weird as that sounds. SP? Wow. <laughs> it's impressive. I, have, I currently own three of them right now.
2: Is there a, is there a nice. Pokemon cartridge in each one of them?
1: Oh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then, um, okay. And last one of them. uh, Last question: uh, least favorite console of all time. Doesn't have to be a Nintendo console.
1: Mm, Yeah, no, definitely wouldn't be. Um, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of the original Xbox. Okay,
0: okay. All right. That that behemoth of of a box.
1: I actually have one sitting in my room. As much as I like, am not a fan of it. I can't part ways with it, but it's just like ah like every time I look at it, I'm like, ah What
2: are you gonna do with it? You could like throw it at an intruder, I guess. It's pretty big.
1: Yeah, it's a relic, kinda like my Game Gear. I don't know, I just have it to have it.
0: Wow, Game wow. Gear. Yeah. <laughs> I told like I told I told you, man. I told you she'd fit in with us. Game Gear. That's so. a name I haven't
2: heard in a long time.
0: Yeah.
1: That yep. was the first thing I ever played on. And the my favorite thing about it is it says like pocket sized, and I just want to <laughs> know whose pockets are that big. Like the thing is bigger than my forearm. Well,
0: you remember Jenko jeans back then, right? Oh yeah.
1: Oh, true. Yeah, I kind of put it in my trip pants.
0: <laughs> you can fit
2: like five <laughs> of them in there. It's great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm hoarding games, guys. Watch out! I got all the Sonic games.
0: <laughs> I uh, God, I re- I remember the Game Gear, and had that has such a small screen. It's like, hey, look, we have color, but yet your (laughs) character is like a centimeter height, you know, color, Um, man, color,
2: you could could play it in the dark. That was huge because I had a Game Boy and my cousin, my whole my rich cousin had a Game Gear. And then we get together at, at Christmas time and I'd be like, look, I'm playing Tetris and I got this thing that I can clip onto it and then it takes more batteries and there's light and he's like, Ha ha ha, look at my sonic, and it's you know and then we played for like twenty minutes and then his batteries died and we ate some cake.
1: Mine has a wall adapter, which apparently is like a rarity.
2: Wow, a wall uh, adapter.
1: Yeah. Huh. I don't I don't know how and I also have speakers for it too. For when I want to listen to that good 8-bit.
2: Oh, oh yeah. chiptunes. Yo, it's awesome. Is that <laughs> nice. good
1: chip tune, Mortal Kombat.
0: <laughs>
1: nice. Coming out fresh from the 80s. <laughs> Is
0: that 80s? That would be 90s, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, late 80s, yeah. Or maybe 90s. When did
2: Mortal Kombat come out?
0: Uh, it, 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 well, let's see. Clinton was president. And the reason I say Clinton was president... Was because, remember, they had to ask him, um, or it had to go through Congress and it had to go through him So because of the violence rating on it, okay. if it actually would be released. Okay. I do remember that.
2: I've got the date up. So what date do you think it was?
0: 94.
2: Uh, Mortal Kombat released August 9th, 1992.
0: 1992.
2: Yeah, pretty close. Yep.
0: Pretty close. So, um, I do, like I said, I do know that they had to bring it to him. And the only reason I knew this was because um, a lunch lady, so like when when I was in grammar school and when lunch would come by, we would have our lunch ladies. Mm -hmm. So it would be volunteer mothers that would come in and watch us while the teachers went and had their lunch and cigarette breaks. Um, (laughs) So, and, oh, I mean, it was funny because like everybody was like, oh, don't smoke, don't smoke. And every teacher smoked. Uh And like all you had to do was like walk out and the teacher's lounge um, was like right at the end of the hall um, and then like you went out and where we went out for recess, you can kind of go around like the side and you could see them all smoking on the side of the, of the, ho- of the hospital, uh, smoking outside <laughs> of the school. Um,
1: smoke the hospital too. Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: Um, smoking in so, the basement.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, so they would all smoke there. Um, uh, so sh- this one lunch lady came in and she was lunch mom. And she's like, yeah, I just, does anybody know what game got released today? Because, you know, I just bought it for my son, just wondering who it is, you know. And they're like, everybody's like, no, we don't, because we're in fourth grade. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, yeah, it was fourth grade. Uh, And so she's like, oh, yeah, it's called Mortal Kombat. And it's just like, okay. And she's like, yeah, the government had to ask to make sure and whatever. I don't know.
2: What a cool lunch lady.
0: Yeah, I know. You You know, then, (laughs) you know, then. This guy Kurt asked the million dollar question was, "Well, did you bring it so we could play it?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "No." And then they're like and he's like, "Well, then do we care?" Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, like we were mean to the lunch ladies. Yeah, like could... we were just like, yeah, go For... away. Kurt sounds mom. like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he really kind of was. <laughs> so, and like
1: my lunch ladies, they always took my Game Boy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, like, just pull it out of nowhere, and they'd be like, no, this is time to eat. And I'd be like, man, come on. And on all day in my backpack. Like, (laughs) hold on, I gotta beat this gym.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Do you used to hide it, like, in your desk and play, like, during class with the sound off?
1: Yeah, I totally did. And then, like, at night when my mom would, like, send me into bed, I had, like... So my parents were, like against each other when it came to that because my mom would be like don't play that and then my dad would be like here's the worm light play it at night when your mom doesn't know about it (laughs) and so i would wait for my mom to like leave my room and then as soon as she did i would get under my covers and put the worm light in and just play and then i would wake up with it quite often on my face which nothing's changed i wake up with my switch on my face now Uh, (laughs) Uh the only difference is i don't have to hide it from my mom anymore
0: What did you hide from your parents? Wow. Video games. Video games. <laughs> so, <clears throat> well, how we start all of our episodes, um, and I think you kind of already touched upon it, but we'll kind of uh, go back into it. Uh, Tuesday, what have you been playing um, this past week? Smash. Smash. With have you have have you unlocked all your characters?
1: Oh yeah, I got that unlock already. Oh cool. Um- I'm working on the the main storyline now.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that the spirits? Yeah. The spirit quest. Yeah. I heard that that was actually pretty good. I've I've been playing it a little bit, and uh, the spirit thing kind of it it feels like a very weak, like let's go and collect these. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: like trading so, cards. I don't
1: like, know, that's someone... what they remind me of. Someone kind of explained it to me, kind of like how those like weird, you remember those like really weird trading card video games that were only on like, I think the Game Boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my friend kind of explained it to me like that. And like now it makes sense, but I'm still like, yeah, I'm still training the same spirit. I'm just trying to trying to get this map unlocked.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yep. So, idea. what about you? I
2: have no idea what you guys are talking about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You don't play Smash Brothers.
2: No, no, I, I didn't. I didn't realize that there was a storyline. Is is it like, does it just, is it cut scenes and then fighting or is it like level? Like what, how do you do that? What is it? There's
0: not really like cutscenes, to a point. Um, Like, so like spirits are like, think of it like abilities or like buffs that you can put on a character. So you can take okay. a fighter and like you have this big, huge map that's covered by a cloud and you follow these paths um think like a regular like Mario game. Like Mario, oh, okay. like you you know, you have the little dots, so like you do sure. there and then you have to do a fight. You know, mm-hmm. you have to do a smash. And that will unlock like that will give you like abilities or or not abilities, but that will give you like like what they call snacks for your spirits, and then you build your spirits up and as you get them to a higher level they give you like better buffs. Sure. And S- then snacks
2: for buffs, got
0: it. Yeah, like it's really you, weird.
1: You can use your spirits too, like if you have the right ones for your character that you're playing with. Um, they can be like, uh, the assist trophies as well. So you can mm-hmm. like get those from the storyline. hmm
2: Okay, but I yeah, it's it, so it's it's, still it's a way of... to modify your characters a little bit more. Yes. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: kind but of. it's yeah. only in that mode. Like you only, can't take. Oh, you can't that take that out. No, you can't take it out and use it in, oh. like, a regular Smash. Okay. Could you
1: imagine online battles with assist trophies? Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, it would be crazy.
1: So, <laughs> cool. I would have the one with the, like, five Yoshis. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I think the only thing that kind of throws me is um that I don't like about Smash is I don't like their online.
1: Ooh, it's awful.
0: It really is. Um
1: nope is ridiculous
0: is the it, lag is bad uh, and which has always been an issue with smash when it first comes out um and then um like you would take the like the thing i don't get is like you take the coin or the tab that you are and you like you have to put it inside a ring so like when they put you in a lobby mm-hmm. you're like in like what looks like a wrestling ring okay and you have like bleachers on one side, which you can put your coin there and you can watch. Okay. Or you can throw your coin inside of the ring. And that means that you want to fight. What? Yeah. That's
2: ridiculous. Why would you have to do that?
1: I wonder if they did it to like stop people from like purposely picking different matchups. Cause you can't, I mean, you can't see what anyone picks until you're both ready.
0: True. Mm. So like, I mean, on the, but- classic,
1: the classic one, it was all side by side.
0: Correct. Well, I mean, they could do that, but I mean, like, why didn't, why don't you just say, okay, like, here's the players at the bottom, uh, and pick your character. And then when everybody's character is ready, then you go to like that loading screen. And then that's when it's all revealed of who you're facing. Like, you don't like, it seems like an extra step lobby. Like you can't even communicate in the lobby.
1: No, well, you can, if you get the, um, the app for the switch, but that's even, that thing is so spotty.
0: Yeah, like it really doesn't, it doesn't work the way I think that they designed it to. Yeah,
1: um, if you're not on the same screen, it like cuts out on you.
0: Yeah. So like they really have to kind of update their online. Um, but I will say one thing, the matches that I've played online haven't really been crazy laggy for me. Hmm. So I don't know, it might just be the area you're in.
1: The Well, the first, the first day I got it, it was like stupid bad, which like, of course, um, it's been a little better since, cause I've been trying to play online almost every day. Um, I played last night and today a little bit with some friends and it wasn't like terrible, terrible. So I guess they're working on it.
2: It could just be, you know, the first, the first week it's just got thousands and millions of people playing and it just kind of tapers off as time goes when yeah. people yeah. kind of settle down a bit. So could be a little bit of that going on too. Um,
0: is it, is it bad that I'm trying to unlock all the characters by doing the glitch? Yes. No.
1: Kind of, <laughs> I mean, I may or may not have done that as well.
0: <laughs> so, What's the uh, glitch? So, so when you start, so there's what, 74 characters that you can unlock, 74 fighters? Jeez. Mm, Something yeah, like that. What do you yeah. start
2: with? Do you like two? Eight. eight. Oh, eight. Wow, I was joking yeah. when I said two, but eight? Wow, it's not many. So-
0: <laughs> So, somebody found out that it's, like, around, like, every 10 minutes of you actually playing, like, Mm real-time 10 minutes. Um, And if you're not in online battle, like, it says, okay, new challenger approaches. And if you beat that challenger in a smash, that challenger then, that character then becomes part of your roster permanently. Okay. So, what somebody found out to do was go all the way up to 10 minutes and then create a match where it's like a, uh, a one fall and then you're done. Okay. So like do go into the match, purposely kill yourself. Okay. And lose the match. The new challenger approaches. Um, and then you beat that person. And then what happens is like, there's a big screen that says, okay, this person now joins the fight or whatever it is, or joins whatever mm-hmm. at that point, close out the software and then restart it. Okay. It keeps the timer that you're still at 10 minutes, but it also saves that that person also saved to your roster. So then you just okay. go back in and you do another game with one death kill. Mm-hmm. You die and then you go back and then it's another person. It just keeps re- rebooting like that. The only thing that stinks about that is that if you lose the smash, like when you're trying to get the character, if you lose that, you got to wait another 10 minutes before you can do it again. Wow. Okay.
2: Well, yeah, that that glitch isn't as bad as what's been plaguing Fallout 76, but that's a pretty good glitch. Is that the one
0: with the secret room?
2: Uh, well, there's a there's a developer room glitch, but no, the 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 dupe the item duplication glitch, which I've, I haven't looked up how to do, and I think they've patched it mostly. But it was some way where people were getting uh, multiple millions of an item and crashing the servers because they had huh. so many items and it's 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 been ridiculous it's been a, it's been a, it's like the next thing that's a problem that they need to uh completely fix
0: i but, haven't even really even touched that game since uh um, like the first like 3 weeks that it's launched just wait. I'm waiting for the updates just wait
2: man i mean they haven't even done an official update yet like it's all been patches so yeah um but uh i don't know like 10 minutes ago you said what have you been playing stephen so i'm going to answer you now <laughs> <laughs> so um from last week i finished um uh before the storm that life is strange before the storm um mm-hmm. I finished out that was like hey that was fun that was good and uh and then i jumped into life is strange and today i finished the uh, first chapter and i started the second chapter and uh still good still fun still walking around um talking to people listening to emo music so you know it is what it is uh I I also played a little bit of um City Skylines a little bit more uh mm-hmm. just like last week. I I haven't done anything new. I'm kind of bummed. I've I've been looking at Stellaris because we talked about that last week and um yep. that game looks awesome. I'm very excited for Stellaris. <laughs> I'm going to get it eventually, but I'm looking at the the bundle deals on Steam and I'm like, do I go all in and get like the, you know, 70 something dollar bundle or do I just get the base game at $40 to make I, sure I that I like it?
0: I tell you right now, I just have the base game. Yeah, so that helps your your purchase decision.
2: I mean, I don't so, care what you have.
0: It's all about what I have. So, so Tuesday's eyebrows and just went up. <laughs> have you I'm, heard of
1: Stellaris? And, so go ahead and get the whole thing.
2: Go big or go home. Oh, go big. Okay. Well, she said go big or go home. So I have to now.
0: It's, you know, I created the podcast and I've been trying to tell you what to do <laughs> so we can help out with the podcast and doesn't happen. She tells you she's on here for 20 minutes <laughs> and she's just like, go buy the whole bundle. OK, OK, <laughs>
2: uh, no, I will probably um, just buy the base game just to check it out and make sure I like it because all the uh, all the expansions are like 20 bucks. Each. There's three big expansions at 20 bucks a pop. And then there's a lot of little ones. And that's a lot of money that I could be spending on Legos. So I'm not sure if I'm going to go all in at one time.
0: But uh, I like that differentiate of, of either that or Legos. Well,
2: that's uh, what other options are there. It's, <laughs> it's, I'm, uh, I I'm, actually
1: just started playing with Legos last year. Don't hate me. I don't. <laughs> I don't hate
2: you. Welcome to the club.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, fun. No, I went to a Lego store and I was like, because I didn't have them as a uh, as a kid. I wasn't. I wasn't about it. Uh-huh. Uh, I was more about oh my game. Sure. Uh, so yeah, I. We went to like a store, and I was like, "What? This is crazy!" So I have like a Harry Potter set now.
2: Nice. Which one? Like
1: um, I don't know. It's just a basic one. I know I built Hogwarts with it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Someone, um, someone I, else got it for me. <laughs> we
0: were we were talking about this after actually we went went off air last week. Um, that I uh, I picked up for over Christmas. I was given um gifted per se uh the big. Huge Hogwarts set, the second what is it? The second largest one they've ever created. So is it right next? Yeah, it's the second largest, next to the Millennium Falcon. Okay. So, um, so I'm almost done with it. I have, I think I have like seven or eight bags left to put together. Wow. Uh, And then I'll show you guys it. And then I'm trying to lobby that if I can complete this, then I can complete the Millennium Falcon. So, man, that's. you believe in me?
1: I believe in you 100%. Fact.
2: All right. Oh, <laughs> right. It's going to be so. awesome, man. You can do it. I believe in you too. Um, so yeah, uh, excited for Stellaris, um but haven't done much but watched some YouTube videos of other people play it and and getting excited. So, yeah, on the on the horizon there's not too much that I'm excited for. Um I just I got to get back to the games I already have cuz I Bought a mm-hmm. bunch of them. I got to get back to Red Dead. I've got to get back to um, Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey, which like the other day I was looking for something to play. I was like, oh, I should play that. And then uh, I was like, I don't have like eight hours to sit here and play this game. I've got like 20 minutes. So I got to do something else.
0: So- eight hours to stand in one area of the map. Yeah, try to do everything done in one area of the map.
2: Exactly. You open up the checklist and go, okay, it's top to bottom, let's go. What do we got to do today? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to get back to that eventually. Just, you know, just kids, kids stuff. What about you, Dan? Yeah. What have you been working on or playing?
0: Playing. Uh, well, I went out and um, <clears throat> I ended up trading in some of the games I've already beaten. Um, so I ended up picking up the new Mario... Super Mario Brothers Deluxe, which is, it's fun. Um, I haven't really dove deep into it the way I wanted to. I picked up Mega Man 11, which I really enjoy. Um, it's yeah. harder than shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I love a good Mega Man game, but that one's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: <clears throat> so I did that. I picked up Let's Go Pikachu, um, and I beat Brock. Um Sorry, I had something in my throat. Um when when something goes on if you can't talk or whatever, Steve can edit it out. So just kind of okay. don't try don't try to force yourself through to try to finish. I can, but um, I usually
2: don't, but yeah, if I remember to, I will.
0: <laughs> um and then the the thing ironically, I've actually picked back up uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Nice. Uh, yes, I've I've um I've been playing that probably the past three days, and um it's uh God it's so wonderful. Like I didn't I don't I think there was so much going on that I didn't appreciate it mm-hmm. when I first started playing it, um, because like I started really kind of thinking, like I, I took a I took a step back and I looked at and I went into like their store for mm-hmm. like the things that you can buy with the Helix credits. And I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of stuff in here. They put uh, so
2: much in that story. Yeah, it's chock full.
0: They did. Um, and then I kind of took a, look, a step back and then I was messaged by one of my friends and he's like, oh, you're playing Assassin's Creed again. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, well, you know, how is it? And I started and I looked at it and I'm like, okay, so you have the main storyline and then you have the side quest and then you have the bounties that you can pick up and then you have the naval missions uh, and then you have the other thing that kind of ties into the story, which I won't spoil,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but you have that set of missions that you can do mm-hmm. uh, for it. Um, and then you have all of the little question marks and then you have all of the uh, the the points, the synchronization points. And then you have the whole other like the whole fucking big ass map to <laughs> sail through. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there is a shit ton of shit in this game. Yeah, to do like I didn't even realize it. Um, And then I, you know, I started, uh, what is it? They dropped their new DLC for it. uh, And there was this one article that came out and the guy was like, I've put a hundred hours into Assassin's Creed and I think I've unlocked maybe half the map. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's so big. Oh, yeah. And then you deal with mercenaries. I forgot about that. You deal with the flipping mercenaries.
2: Is there an arena somewhere where you like fight? like gladiator style. Does that exist the po- in the game?
0: I think there somewhere? is. Um okay. and isn't there mythical creatures that they talk about too in there? Yeah,
2: somewhere there's yeah, I guess. There's
0: mythical creatures that you know, Greek mythical creatures. So I mean, there's just so much.
2: The the amount of game, that, game. that you get for your money in that game, uh, the uh the time to cost value ratio what it's whatever it's called is is wonderful. There's so much game there. It's it's yeah. it's almost infinity game, but not quite
0: and i haven't even hit upon that has absolutely nothing to do with the dlc and they're making three episodes for the dlc yeah
2: they're doing the episodic thing the the hidden blade or the 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 first blade legacy the... of the
0: blade yeah legacy of the first blade
2: yeah uh i'm yeah i'm excited for that that would be fun
0: yeah so um so yeah so i I've, I've been i'm like i'm going to try to beat this before anthem comes out no no nope
2: no I'll buy you a Lego Millennium Falcon if you can do that. If you can 100% Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I will buy you two Lego Millennium Falcons. How about that?
0: I I, I don't think I ha- I don't think there's physically enough time. I, that's what I'm now saying. To do that,
1: <laughs> I don't think there's enough time in the year to do that.
0: No, I, I like, but you're right though. It is, um, and and the funny thing is that I was having this discussion with, um, like I said, my buddy. We were talking about this, and like we're like he's like well why do you like this one so much compared to the like the last couple of ones and i think the issue that i had with origins is the same thing that i had with syndicate and i had with unity um was the color Mm, okay of the game uh so like if you go to black flag black flag is extremely colorful there's so many different colors so many things going on Mm -hmm. all of that um and then you went into Syndicate or you went into Unity and you went into Syndicate. Unity had like that gray-esque, navy-blue-esque,
2: yeah, French kind of Misty
0: look. look. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: No, I just said I, I, I get it.
0: And then Syndicate had that like. Like, I don't know about you, but I I just think England's boring. (laughs) So, like, there's, like, nothing. Like, there was nothing. It's like, hey, look, we're in England. And I'm like, yay, that's like saying we're going to Delaware. Like,
1: like, what is there to do in
0: Delaware? (laughs) You killed me. You know? It's like, oh, let's go up to Big Ben. And it's like, okay, I spent $60 to go run up to Big Ben, jump off of it once. And I'm like, I'm done with the game um did I you really like, no
2: no come on you didn't spend 60 dollars to just jump off of big ben
0: i I, li, I i okay i mean i beat the game but i was like that was one of those ones where it's just like i really hope this is the last mission it's not the last mission okay i really hope this is the last mission uh and they're like oh yeah by the way you have you've only completed 52 percent. i'm really hoping this last mission is the last 48 you know? <laughs> percent nope <laughs> You know, type sort of thing. Like, I was just, I just had to drudge through it, and it just was so, like, and then Origins was really good. I think the problem with Origins that I had, though, is that it was just that sand color, that brown, tan, like, I would be running through it, and it's just like, everything just looks the same to me. You know, yeah, and then with when you hit Odyssey, Odyssey has the flowers and and the the water and the green, and then you get into you walk into an actual like Greek city and you got the the white marble or the white stone mm-hmm. that's all around, and it's painted i mean it's like that color just kind of pops at you,
2: yeah, um, there were pockets of that in in origins that were cool to go through, but most of the time when you're traveling around, it is just brown. Or maybe maybe a little bit of of uh, jungle, a little bit of green here and there, but it was mostly brown, like you say. And Odyssey, it's it's the Mediterranean; it's just green and pretty everywhere. I, I have yeah. to say though, I think the water looked better in Origins than it does in Odyssey. I don't know what it is about it. Something about I think you're right the the texture or the the thickness of the water. The I don't I don't even know what, but I think it would just look it just. It just really fit or really just, I don't know. It looked good, really good in in, uh, in Origins and in Odyssey. It's just a little bit off. I don't know. Maybe that's just how the water is over there. I don't know. I've never been over there. Yeah, I, I just, I've been here in Cali. The water
1: is boring as the country.
2: The- <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: We got to be careful.
2: Boring-ass water to a boring-ass country What you got a big, tall clock building? Fuck off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's Dan.
2: <laughs> I got to watch. What do I need you for, building? I'm out.
1: <laughs> you have to make it as realistic as possible. There yeah. you
0: go. There you yeah, go. Got to put it all in there. Uh, um, so I was trying to find a, a segue through what you were saying to get into our next subject, but... Um, I think this will be the best way to say, it. "Hey, Steve wants to talk about Outer World." Steve, talk about Outer World.
2: Yo, there's this new game called The Outer Worlds. It's coming soon. you want me to talk more? <laughs> is that is that good? <laughs> uh, so The Outer Worlds, uh, a preview for it, previewed or or previewed. A preview previewed. A preview came out during the Video Game Awards, um, was it in December-ish?
0: Uh, and it's before, before you actually get into that. Yeah. Is it me or did you, have you looked up that song that they sang on stage? Did you watch the video game awards?
2: I didn't watch the awards. No, I missed them.
0: Oh, but okay. So there was uh Casey Edwards came out, um, and they sing, sing a song for devil may cry five. It's like their theme song. It's called devil trigger. Okay. Um, and it's like a it's grown on me. Like it's, I've actually added it to my Spotify playlist. Really? Like, it's actually pretty good. If you look it up, it's, it's a really good song. Right. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. Cool. Um, so the outer worlds, <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. So it's, uh, comes from Obsidian Entertainment. And so, like, the outer like, right away, it looks like, it looks like Rick from Rick and Morty is like your mentor or something. Um, and it's this crazy, like, pickle Rick. Pickle, don't you dare. <laughs> No. Uh so it looks like the gameplay itself, it's an it's a role playing game. It has something to do with um traveling through space and planets and whatnot, you know, the, the name the outer worlds. But what I thought was very interesting comes from developer Obsidian Entertainment. And Obsidian comes from black isle studios which comes from interplay like there's there's these these same group these core people that have kind of moved on from developer to developer um and so obsidian to me obsidian is like the the great grandfather of of fallout a lot of these people were uh, were involved in in creating the original fallout which i'm a huge fan of and if, if people don't know um and so Obsidian, like in, in the trailer for the outer worlds, it said like from the original creators of fallout and fallout new Vegas, which, uh, obsidian entertainment also did fallout New Vegas. And they, I mean, the way that it said and the way that it's worded was just like, how dare you 76 you're not really fallout we are really fallout and this is our own rpg and we're going to be better like that's the vibe that i got from the trailer which was just outstanding
0: well i could tell you didn't they at the at the unless i'm thinking of another game didn't they say you know if you the beta is coming soon or, or early preview is coming soon for it or, or something like that there was it said something about a beta but i think uh like, no. Yeah, because I. No, ahead. they
2: said like they said something about like not being broken because the the beta for seventy six was called Break It Early Test Application, and yeah. so they wanted you to break the game early so they could fix it. And I think so there's something in the trailer about not either not being broken or being you know ready to play. Or it was also like a subtle nod of like yeah. we don't need a beta, we're just gonna have a good game. So I uh, thought that no. that's just kind of funny, kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Um. And I remember I remember looking at it and I, and uh I'm like yeah this is like an outer space fallout for sure um yeah and uh so I'm actually really really excited about it um I don't understand the whole like like let's dig at Bethesda like I didn't understand that I, um like cuz I thought Obsidian was like really like I thought they were like on good terms with Bethesda It's it is undisclosed
2: (laughs) so Mm -hmm. when they did fallout uh, new vegas there was there was something about if they got a certain metacritic score they would get a bonus and they were like one point shy of that score and so they didn't get their bonus and apparently and this is all like word of mouth there's nothing nothing has been officially announced ever about this i don't think But, um, supposedly they didn't get their bonus and they were like, Hey, like, we're really close. We know it's a good game. We think that some of these reviews are just kind of not, you know, not real (laughs) or something. And, you know, I think we really deserve it. And they said in Bethesda as as the parent companies, the holder of the IP was just like, no, no, you don't, you don't get it. And then, uh, fallout new Vegas gets kind of start off with lukewarm reviews, but then as people started playing it, they really got into it and now it's got a fairly, um, large following. So like I can see why the people who originally created the IP then had to license the IP from the people who bought it and then those people said you didn't do good enough. That's kind of that kind of hurts a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. and and some of the things that uh that New Vegas did were very classic Fallouty type things that were missing from Fallout 3 that people are are still asking that to be put back into Fallout games. And it's what Obsidian does. It's what Black Isle Studios did. It's it's what Interplay did. These role-playing games, which they really are character-driven, let you have a ton of choice. And the w- direction that Bethesda has been taking the Fallout series is more directed, more, um, hey, I'm going to talk to an NPC. And then you answer three different versions of yes and one version of no that's actually also kind of yes (laughs) you know instead of these long complicated dialogue trees and different karma with different people and locations and like just all this really in-depth stuff has just kind of been scraped away so i think you know it can be petty to dig in um which is why i think they just kind of did it in a trailer and not like in a press release or i guess i don't know it's a trailer a press release i don't know um but you know it's true they the original creators of fallout the people that brought you fallout new vegas they didn't say anything other than hey the this is what we did uh and you all know as fans of these things that these are the good ones so <laughs> you know it's just so kind of funny are,
0: are you are, now i'm trying to i'm trying to remember okay um so obsidian is not the first company that it was called right well i mean obsidian so the way it goes
2: um, sorry if this is boring Tuesday, but this is how it is. Oh no, you're cool. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> so interplay, there was a, there was a company called interplay and they went bankrupt. And then there was a, uh, a, a company called black isle studios made up of some of the people that created interplay. And then there was black isle studios and they went bankrupt. And some of those people went on to create obsidian entertainment. So it's like these companies, they, they, Make the companies, they make some games, they go bankrupt or they break up or they do whatever. I don't know exactly if they're, all, if it always goes bankrupt. I'm pretty sure Interplay went bankrupt. I'm not sure about Blackout Studios. But so, like, so the founders of Obsidian Entertainment are, uh, Fergus Urquhart, Chris Parker, Chris Avalone, Darren Monahan, and Chris Jones. And I know that, um, Fergus, uh, Urquhart and Chris Avalone are, were big Fallout 2 creators. And I'm pretty sure Chris Avalon was a, was the original Fallout creator. Um, so like, you know, the, there's, it's not the entire team. It's not 200 people just renamed their, their company something else and moved on. It's kind of like some of the head guys are going on and just kind of setting up franchises. I don't know. Well,
0: so. yeah, th- that, that's kind of where I was, I was going with it. Cause I thought Interplay made the first Fallout and yeah. then Black Isle made Fallout 2. Right. And, and with most of the people
2: it. from Interplay. Yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. then.
0: Yeah, obviously Fallout 3 goes to Bethesda, Bethesda, yeah. then New Vegas went back to Obsidian. And well, it was still, and- it
2: was still published by Bethesda. It was just like Obsidian was the studio involved in it. So instead yeah. of, instead of like Bethesda, cause there's, there's Bethesda, the parent mm-hmm. company, and then there's Bethesda Game Studios, or I don't know, maybe it has a different name, but you know, it's, it's tricky cause it's named the same thing, but anyways. It's-
0: so with you being the Fallout fan, I, I'm telling yeah. you right now, I'm ex- I'm kind of excited. I want I want to try it.
2: I it looks see what cool. It, what,
0: but you being a Fallout fan, yeah. it, are you are you are you going to, um, you, you are going to try it?
2: I mean, yeah, I'm gonna keep. I'm definitely gonna keep my eye on it. It's it's a uh, it. Watching the trailer, it looks awesome. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. space stuff. I like the, the style, the, just the, the vibe of it, the crazy people and like the choices you make and the, the comedy that's in it, the dark humor, all that stuff's right up my alley. Um, Recently, uh, actually, after that trailer for that came out, I went, oh, Obsidian. Like, I like Obsidian games. Is there an Obsidian game out recently that I haven't got that's maybe on sale now that I can check out? And this is one a couple weeks, uh, not a couple weeks ago, last episode when we talked about what we've been playing over our, our break. One that I, I failed to mention was an Obsidian game. And uh, right now I have forgotten the name of it, so I'm frantically scrolling through the wiki to see if I can find the name of this dumb game. <laughs> uh, Pillars of Eternity. That one, that RPG. I knew
1: you were
2: gonna say that one. Yeah. So so that that one uh came out let's see. Um they did stick of the stick of truth and pillars of eternity was between twenty twelve and twenty fifteen. So I think Pillars of Eternity came out in about twenty fifteen. And it's it's an old school RPG. It top down, um uh lots of dialogue, lots of um story really story heavy choice all that all that stuff that you know is classic fallout to me or just classic role playing in general and so i was like oh i'll check this out this is like 20 bucks on steam now and uh and so i got it and i played it for a few hours and i was like yeah this is my jam this is cool even though you know the setting is different the gameplay was on point and so uh i need to jump back into that because that was really cool
0: um as you were talking, I was listening, Sure, sure you were. <laughs> I was, I swear. Um, but if you actually go to the Outer outerworlds uh, it's outerworlds.obsidian.net and they greet you with "Welcome to the future. Try not to break it."
2: Oh, that's what it is. Try not <laughs> to
0: break it. Yeah.
2: exactly. was that was, so, that was I, the
0: dig: Yeah. Um, you know what though? I think so like I think there are certain digs that, that at, at companies make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, like I I don't want to start this whole like fanboy, uh, Sony versus Nintendo versus, um, Xbox type sort of stuff. But like, um, like I think there's just sometimes it's just it's just called for and I'm I, and the one I'm referring to is the, the E3 when the when the consoles were kind of announced and the pricing and all of that mm-hmm. and then you had the whole 24 hour check in with Xbox and you had to reauthenticate your games and, and BS like that and then um you know and then uh, Sony comes up and says you don't have to authenticate we'll do trade ins and yeah. and all of that and then the next literally. The next commercial that came out, and it was funny. so it was uh, Yoshi yoshi um, Yoshi Yoshida and uh, um, Adam Boyles uh, who literally were just on stage. and you can tell that they just shot it back in like their private back room uh, <laughs> uh-huh. like like the behind the stage because they're wearing the same clothes or whatever. Uh-huh. and they're like, this is how you trade. Uh, this is uh, yeah. This is how you share games on PlayStation, and yeah, uh, y- uh, yo um, Yoshi uh, passes it to Adam Boyles and he goes, "Thanks," and then that's the end of the commercial.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, but like that that's rib- not friendly ribbing. That's those are deep digs. That's that's marketing well, like, digs.
0: But you know what though? Like that's the giant. Those are the digs that have to happen with that. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, to go to come over and say, "Hey, we're going to make a sci-fi game." That I mean, it's not a it's not a ripoff of Fallout. Mm-mm. But we're gonna make a game and try not to break the game, you know, type <laughs> sort of thing. It's like, yeah. like those are the things that that make the other competition be like, well, you know, we gotta step up our game because we yeah. have. This other company coming out and making this, like, look at the whole Fortnite versus PUBG. Like, <laughs> PUBG went over and and started suing Fortnite, and Fortnite's like, and Epic's like, what are you gonna sue us for? Then you're gonna have to sue anybody that's ever created a, an extra, F- uh, you know, uh, first person shooter that wasn't Quake. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, yeah, or or you know, any open world game. You, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, it, it's like. It's the same concept, but you're getting pissed off because Fortnite is free and then you're going to get a battle pass that people decided to pay money for every season compared to your early access that's been in early access for years that it's suddenly now that Fortnite is now starting to take your stock away. Suddenly now you get a new map from PUBG. (laughs) Now it comes out of early access. Now it's finally making it to consoles bullshit you were fucking milking that and then somebody came around and made it better yeah not that I'm calling Fortnite better in my in my you know per se um, but like somebody did your formula and people feel that that was a better formula to use than yours
2: yeah it, it's good it, it's good competition it lights a fire in their asses I mean Bethesda has been sitting there doing um, you know uh, Elder Scrolls games For years, just raking in the dough, being being the top dog. Of like, if you want a good a good three D RPG, you you go to Bethesda. You just buy whatever they've put out, and now you play it. And and it's you know you can play it on your Alexa. It's it's great. You can play it wherever you want. And and so someone else is coming along saying, "Hey, we can do it too." And it just so happens that we are doing it right when you know you've tried something that isn't going so well for you. Um, Mm -hmm. and so you got to get those digs in while you can. Uh Tuesday, what is up with your dog? I have no clue. Okay. I <laughs>
1: I've
0: been kind of ignoring it.
2: I just see like every now and then I see the dog in the back like stand up, turn around, turn around the other way, sit down. I see a dog ass, dog ass goes down. I like dogs. Dogs are good.
1: <laughs> All right. No, no,
2: it's great. What's what's your dog's name? Odin. Odin?
1: Oh, nice. Yeah.
2: Nice. How many eyes does Odin have? Huh? How many eyes does Odin have? Uh, just two, unfortunately. Just the two. Okay, two eyes. It's good. It's good to have two eyes. Nice. Uh, um, <laughs>
1: not quite cool. I, I, I think you quite as cool as OG Odin, but
0: I, I didn't know. I didn't know if like Steve was like, "Hey, what's going? On? What the hell's going on with your dog?" And it was just like, "Oh no, it's just hey, what's going on with your dog?" <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a dog
2: person. I've got two dogs. I like dogs. Dogs are great. Fuck
0: cats. Um, That's right. Question. I said it. There's
1: a dog
0: here. Good question: <laughs> Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. Is there going to be some form of an online component?
2: Not anymore. That's, that's been <laughs> scrapped. <laughs> uh, no, no, actually, you know, in, in all seriousness, I, I think there will be. I, Fallout 76, you know, it's not as bad as the internet says it is. And they are still, I mean, from the, from the get go, they've said, we, this is new for us. We're working on this and bear with us while we figure things out. And they've been figuring things out. You know, not as quickly as people would like them to, but they have been. And like I said, you know, at the very beginning, give it six months. It'll be a different game. And so far, it, you know, every couple of weeks they've put out an updates or patches or whatever you want to call them. And things are things are slowly changing. Um If they can get over that hump of 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 players breaking their game, which they are notorious for. And that's that's the other thing that the dig is, is that Bethesda games. Um, that use that same game engine, the Gamebryo engine or whatever it's called now, creation engine. It's a broken engine. I mean, it, it, it does a lot of things really well, but it also bugs out like crazy. And when you have a buggy game that's also online, that means people can do tons of exploits. So I'm sure like their number one priority right now is to f- Fix the bugs, squash the bugs. Well, they probably hoped that right now they'd be setting the groundwork for their DLC or, or their updates or their, their content updates, those kinds of things. But instead, they had to backpedal and say, Oh, we gotta, we gotta fix all these game breaking bugs because when it's online, they really break. They, they, they break like crazy. Super break. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Anyways. So.
0: Consensus though is we are looking forward to the outer worlds.
2: Oh, totally. It looks cool. It's from a cool developer. It looks uh, looks kind of fun and fresh. And, and, yeah, I don't even know. Do we know when it's when it's uh, going to come no, out? No, it just
0: says 2019 right now. Yeah, 2019.
2: Okay, so sometime this year. That's cool.
0: Awesome. Um, I think uh, we're going to talk about our last subject for the night now. Um, and uh, side note, it is going to be about PlayStation – and I think that we have to give it, I don't know if we have to give praise to this or if we finally say finally, but uh, as of today, the 15th that we're recording, um, Rocket League is the second game that is now fully cross-play.
2: Wow. Yeah. That's so awesome. so that does that's not matter. Now. What? So that's two now.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's two now. Two okay. now, at least. Good. Okay. Uh, that Sony has opened up. So, um, but so this kind of came out, I, and I feel like I, I I was so like upset that this came out like after we got done recording our last episode. Like I wanted to like call you guys and be like, I want to talk about this, but <laughs> we can't. Um, so it's a little bit of an older topic, but um, on a scale, and Tuesday we'll start with you. So. On a scale, PlayStation has came out and said um, we are not going to be at E three two thousand nineteen. They're not going to do, they're not going to do a, a a showcase. They're just skipping it. Um, or let's put it this way: they said they're skipping two. Th- uh, Their E three two thousand nineteen. So I don't know if that means that they're going to have a booth with games, or if they're just not or they're and they're just not going to do a presentation or conference or um they're just completely not going to be there which i can't see them not being there um but uh what's your take do you think that that's a smart decision why do you think they're doing that what do you wh- what's your thought
1: um i know there's like speculation right now about possibly a new playstation in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that might have something to do with it, kind of try and, you know, do a keep it under wraps sort of thing. Um, I think it's kind of a power move almost for okay. PlayStation. I think it keeps people more interested in, in PlayStation and what's going on with PlayStation, like not just the games affiliated, but like what's going on? Is there a new console? Are they reworking things? What's going on? I mean, so that you... got my attention. Yeah, it definitely got my attention because that's so that's it... huge.
0: So you think it's a it so you think it's a good thing then. You think or yeah. you think it could be something that will pay off.
1: I think so. I think so.
0: Okay. Steve.
2: Um I think I think they've got um they've got something up their sleeve. Uh because E3 so E3 is electronic entertainment expo, right? It's a big, it's a big expo. There's, there are no rules that say that a big company like Sony can't have a big showcase somewhere else, a week before, uh, not True. at E3, at, not at E3, but yet, you know, everyone's hyped for games. And so they say, Oh, by the way, check, go on our Twitch stream, go on our YouTubes, go wherever and now watch this show. And we're going to just do it ourselves. Why do we need an E3 for this? It's it went from like a small thing to a big thing, right? Kind of like a uh, uh Comic-Con used mm-hmm. to be uh you know, all the nerds got together and shared their their funny pages and now it's this giant multimedia event where you get announcements for TV shows and movies and you know, everything besides comics and also there's comics there in the back if you if you look for them. And I think E3 might be Getting there where the people have seen what has happened with these other big cons and said, you know, we don't need that. All of our stuff is digital anyway. Why, why do we need to go to a place and spend money to do that? We can have a green screen in our, in our backyard and Sony's (laughs) backyard, put up a green screen, have all Mm -hmm. the same people that they would have had to fly out to E3. Have their
0: dog playing in the background. Have their
2: dogs playing in the background. (laughs) They'll, they'll fix that in post. It'll be fine. Um, they'll turn it into a, uh, uh, what is it? A Nathan Drake. What's what? I mean, what is their mascot anymore? Does Sony have a mascot? There's really?
0: There's not really any.
2: No. Okay. So they'll, they'll, have. I'll say Nathan Drake, Nathan Drake's back there dancing around that hire Nathan Fillion and have him do something. Come on guys. Get on that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys, uh, b- by the way, have you seen the Nathan Fillion, uh, uncharted like short that he did? Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. So great. It is beautiful. He was he whatever was,
0: happened to his show? Didn't like it? Wasn't it called The Rookie? That like, he was
2: that's supposed his, to have
0: like a sitcom come out.
2: Yeah, that's his new show. I don't know if it's out yet or if it is. I haven't heard any much about it. So
0: I heard a whole bunch that it was coming out, and then like it kind of like died. Like oh, like I, I I don't even know if it's like been canceled already.
2: You know i I have another rant that I could go on that I won't. But the topic of Cedarant is network TV is dead. It's all digital now. <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about that another time. Uh, yeah. Network TV just it's it's a wasteland. Um, but yeah. Okay. Good to get back to Sony. I think they have something up their sleeve. I think they're going to do their own thing, and I think if it's successful for for them, we're going to see the other ones do it too. And um and make more of a stink about like, oh, we're doing ours a week before. Oh, we're doing ours two weeks before. Oh, we're doing ours, you know, and they'll mm-hmm. just, just one-up each other until nobody cares anymore, and then they'll all go back to E3. <laughs> we're
0: doing ours a year before it. Two years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what do you think, Dan? Well, y- well, you know that Nintendo has already been doing this for a while. You know, they do their treehouse. They, they haven't had a live sh- stage show in a long time. Um, at least at least five, six years. Um, there's also a lot of other companies that are not coming, are uh, not showing up there anymore. Like uh, Rockstar doesn't show up there anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't really think Rockstar ever did. Um, type sort of. Um, they don't need to. I mean, yeah, they don't need to. You want to shoot hookers? Um, you buy
2: a Rockstar game. Well, what other advertisement do you need?
0: Yeah, basically, shoot hookers, buy Rockstar. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, now it's ride horses as well. They <laughs> add that at the end. Ride yeah. horses.
0: Yep. <laughs> Did you, uh, speaking of that, did you see what I posted in the discord of the, the, uh, um, red dead, um, uh, like ma- like it was the, uh, welcome to Rudy tootie shooting. Oh. Shoot, yeah. <laughs> Rudy tootie
2: McShootie or something.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> From the makers of steely wheelie automobili. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's excellent.
0: Um, so I, I, I kind of agree with you. I think it's the, why are we going to put all of this money up to go to a stage show that we don't need to? We can do everything digital. Um, on top of that, the one thing that I've kind of noticed with E3 is, like, we're going to show, like, like EA is going to show the new Battlefield. And then Xbox is going to show the new Battlefield. Um, like... <laughs> Like, and then Nintendo's going
2: to say battlefield coming in two years.
0: Yeah. Two years as a port. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, like I- I'm going to take the kingdom hearts three too. So like mm. square Enix came out and they had, or I'm sorry, um, Xbox came out and had their thing. Uh, and they showed, uh, kingdom hearts trailer. And then square Enix came out and they showed the same trailer, just a little bit more. Right. And then PlayStation showed like the last part of that trailer and a little bit more. Who cares? It was Anymore. just like – it's like there. you don't need – like it mm-hmm. just seems that everybody just keeps rehashing the same games. Yeah. Like, okay, you could take all the games that we're announcing and put them into one show mm-hmm. and show all of that. I'd rather watch a four-hour conference than wait two days or three days to watch an hour conference each of the same shit. Uh,
2: what, if, what if Sony said, um, okay, we're not going to E3 – Uh, the week before, there, there, we're gonna have one special day, uh, you know, look at our website on this special day at this time. You go, okay. So then on that day, it's like a presentation, like pops up, and then next to that are like links to demos for all the games that they just announced. And they're just like, here, this is what's coming. Check it out at your leisure.
0: That would be, I mean, I think that would work. I think that would be great. I would love, for them to say, okay, here we're going to replay the demos or we're going to replay the trailers for the next twelve hours, you know, and just put this on repeat on our on our website. But if you want to skip to a certain one, mm-hmm. click here. Yeah. Um, I also think too that we are going to see an announcement. I don't know if we'll actually see the hardware, but I think we are going to see an announcement of a PlayStation Five. And I think that I you think, think that Tuesday at? was kind of hinting at is that. And even even Steve, you were kind of hitting at it, too, is that they have something up their sleeve and they don't want to use E3 as their grandiose stage mm-hmm. to announce it. Yeah. Um, I we- mean, if you really look at it, too, it was um, like. So they came out like when they did the PlayStation 4, they had a thing in February that they announced it, but never showed any hardware. And then they went to E3 and they showed the hardware And then it was always this like, even though that they killed it, and I think that Sony did such a great job with showing off and how they developed the hardware for it Mm -hmm. uh, and then how they marketed it. But at E3, it was the, okay, is it going to be better than Xbox? Is Xbox going to be better than Sony? What's the price going to be? And it took away from what the actual PlayStation 4 was trying to be. It took away like the, okay, how are you going to be better than Xbox? Then the, here's the features and we hope that you enjoy them type sort of thing. Um, And then it was the price. And then it went down to price. The last thing was price. Like Mm -hmm. why, and I understand that price is a huge determining factor on what console you're going to buy, especially for kids that are in college or or younger adults who are just starting out families even to the point of of even younger than that of you know you don't have 400 500 disposable income per se you know it's very rare that you can get that mm-hmm. um so it's like okay now it came down to price so like now everybody's focused on oh xbox said a 500 hundred dollar price tag sony came in at 400 dollars. sony won and it's like well, are you basing it Sony one because of the price? Or are you basing it off because it, it, you know, what was the system? Because mm-hmm. if you really looked at it, there were tweaks to the systems, but they weren't really that different. Mm-mm. If you really think about it, if you really kind of look at it, and I don't want to get into a, uh, a spec. No, you know, I don't the, need we wouldn't okay. go over the
2: specs yeah. of an old. Uh, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. And I think, I think you're right in that they don't want to, if they are announcing a PlayStation five, they don't want to announce a PlayStation 5 against all the other things that are being announced at E3. And maybe they have their ear to the ground. They're like, oh, you know, Microsoft's going to announce their new thing, too. Um, and they just don't want to start another console war right? Cause it, cause war never changes. War. I mean, the console wars are (laughs) the console wars were, they were a thing, but they weren't a good thing. I don't think it turned friends against each other for no good reason. Other than, and like it came down to price. Like you said, like I can afford the more expensive one. Therefore I have the superior system and that's not right at all. It's, it's about what system works for you, which system has the games on it that you like to play all that kind of stuff. So maybe they just want to just, they want to do their announcement in a vacuum. Have it you know, a couple of weeks before, a couple weeks after, whatever it is, just so that they're not being instantly compared to whatever else is put out there. Because um, that's, all, that's all E3 is. It's a, it's a big electronic dick measuring contest to see who wins. And nobody wins. And it's, it's getting stale and boring. So try something and, new. And,
0: and the other thought that I have with that too is, um, and this is, this is my hope. Um, I don't know if it's a dream. It's more of a hope. Um, but possibly at a slight chance, could they not be doing something at E3 for exactly what you said, Steve? So we don't start a war. We start like a peace treaty that cross play is going to happen. It's already happening. Mm, so mm-hmm. we're not going to do it on a competition level. We're going to announce our hardware and say, these are the things that we're going to play nice with in the sandbox.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What are you going to come at and say, okay, what are we going to play nice in the sandbox with? That You know, type sort of thing.
2: That's interesting coming from Sony, because weren't they the last holdouts for the cross-play stuff? Correct. So, I mean, that'd be great if they had uh, a total 180 change of heart, and now they're like, who wants to cross-play with us? Let's all go cross them together, you know? And now, what,
0: now, what would happen if Nintendo and Sony and Microsoft. I don't know if it's going to happen with Nintendo, but Microsoft and Sony. Microsoft has their um, conference, mm-hmm. but they completely pull a 180 and say, it's now going to be a Microsoft slash Sony conference, and here's our hardware that we've developed together for crossplay.
1: Ooh.
0: Oh. Oh, man.
1: Good. That would be. Possibly the best crossover in the history of ever.
0: That would also be the biggest troll to every single fanboy that still exists out there for yeah. either camp.
1: Oh, definitely.
2: The
0: enemies now are emerging together.
2: Oh, that's that's like what's uh, Sonic and Mario at the Winter Olympic Games game, right? Like <laughs> you know, if they did that, that would be amazing and they would have you you know that the at one point the camera would pan over to the crowd and every other seat would be like green shirt, blue shirt, green shirt, blue shirt, and like Microsoft, yeah. so anyway. Like it would be that whole thing. There'd be like one dude in the back wearing red, Nintendo.
0: You know, like <laughs> just just to see and if you me. can find them. He's like he's like the Senate with that one independent spot that we that they held for the longest time. <laughs> there's always there's <laughs> always one. um that would be that would be amazing if if that's what it was um, and i think the likelihood of that happening is probably point zero zero one to yeah 99.99 uh, well, uh happening
1: what keeps it fresh too i'm sorry i so said the rivalry is what keeps it fresh for him too
0: that's, Th- this is true that's true
2: um except for the, I mean, it's a good rivalry, but Sony is clearly ahead in terms of games. Um, and I would say that, that Microsoft does a lot of good stuff that you don't hear about as well because it's not Mm -hmm. the games. And these things started as game consoles. Like I have an Xbox, uh, one X, but I use it as like my home theater system. It's not just Mm -hmm. a gaming thing. Most of the time I'm watching Netflix or YouTube on it. Um, but you you buy a PlayStation for the games that's that's how I've always seen yeah. it marketed right so to Well to,
1: yeah cause PlayStation always gets the most exclusives too Yeah that's true that's
0: Yeah it is, it is true you, you know you're right and and obviously it's why are you going to allow another market or another part of your pie you're going to slice your pie in half if you're going to allow another company to come in and start making money off of you know, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm I'm completely wrong about that. I mean, you get you get your exclusives into more players' hands. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I said, well, I think it's I think it's a wishful wishful thinking yeah. and hoping that it happens. But uh, on the other end of that, though, too, is that I mean, we've we've kind of talked about it. E three has kind of played out a little bit from what it was to what it is now. It's mm-hmm. it's more of a you know, as as you said, it's it's the let's whip it out and see who's is bigger type sort of competition. And I think that's kind of played out. And I'm wondering if it's just at the point where it's the, uh, I mean, even at the video game awards, all three of them, uh, Reggie, Phil, and Sean all got up on stage all together, and said, we need to be united, mm-hmm. you know, to make great games. That that's what this industry is about. It's not to, it's not to pitch, you know, to, to pit people against each other. It's, it's let's make great games to enjoy gaming. Right. Um, and and I'm just and it goes back to what we talked about too, it, you know, in a couple of previous episodes. It's the um, Sony has the software, they have the software, they have the IPs, you know. There, Xbox has the ability to make great hardware. Um, I mean, and, and big ups, and this is kind of a little bit of a tangent. Big ups to the to the to the controller that they made. Um, I can't think of what it was, but it's it's for people. Um, who oh, have the, the like disability autism. thing? I'm, I'm sorry the the disability
2: controller, like the big yes. controller with like the the big touch pads on him.
0: Yeah, how you know? So so like in my real life or my real life in my real <laughs> job. Uh-huh. Okay, um, I work in a hospital. uh I, I've mentioned this before or whatever. I work in a hospital, so I see a lot of um. I see a lot of triumph. I see a lot of people who get better and, and all of that. So yeah, that, that, that's a big part of it, but there's also a really, really, really big part of the people that you know are, are, are depressed in their lives, um, because of possible certain things that have happened to them, a uh, disability wise, an injury, whatever it is. And you can tell the sadness on their face. Um, sometimes, um, not that their life is sad or, or, or that it's any worse off than a person that doesn't have a disability. So don't don't get me wrong on that. But you know, if they can't grip a controller or um, they can't you know play a traditional video game, and now this controller gives that joy of being able to play a video game to somebody mm-hmm. because they can blow into a straw and that will move a character or they can hit a pad a certain way with their, because they can't grip and press a button or whatever, and they develop that and how customizable that is, that is big ups to, to Xbox and that is right then and there is a winner in my book, period, mm-hmm. end of story, that they're able to do that. Um, so the capability of making incredible hardware Microsoft has. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the, where, where do we start to see that fine line of, let's pull this together. Let, let's create an industry of just gaming, not competition. Because really, why does there really have to be a competition in this industry?
2: It doesn't at all. The, The, the only competition that needs to be there is for your dollar. Who has the better game? Not yes. where the better game is, just who has the better game um, to Correct. play.
0: So- put, the competition, put the competition back on the game, not back on the, I now have to spend $500 for this because I need to play this game on this mm-hmm. console, or then I have to spend $400 on this because I want to play this game on this console. Right. Like That's not where that competition should be. Mm-hmm. It should be the, I have my one system, and now I have six different FPSs. Make yours the best FPS, and that's the one I want to buy.
2: Yeah. So, yes. But <laughs> yeah. So, uh uh for for the next next E3, since since we're talking about future E3s here. How awesome mm-hmm. would it be and and I can I can end on this. I won't talk anymore after this. Um if we got a game announcement, a brand new IP of something and it's and it's like it, it it's coming out on the big 3 consoles, just like straight out the gate here it is for everything it was is built for everything like like some kind of flagship title of sorts that kind of encompasses that unites them that unites them yeah like i don't not necessarily like uh, since we're talking about smash earlier like it would be interesting if it was like a fighting game with characters from you know from everybody together i don't think that's going to happen at all but something something similar to that where it's like uh, you know, in crossplays involved, and there's like, it's a new IP, there's crossplay between, you know, the, the Nintendo, the Xbox, the PlayStation, and, you know, like those three people that, you know, the first names of that I don't, like they get up on stage together, and they're like, this is the thing that we have all been working on. We've been working together for two years, and, you know, here, behold, and then the trailer plays, and the audience goes crazy, and it's like the, the new, the new hotness. If something like that mm-hmm. were to happen, I would be very happy, like regardless of what the game is or, or, you know, just the 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 thought behind it, the emotion behind it, just the, the, the willingness to try something like that would be great. I think that'd be really awesome.
0: I, I think that would be, as you just said, I think it would be awesome. I think it would show, um, you know, that they are trying to look towards the future of gaming because that's what crossplay uh, – crossplay is the future of gaming. Yeah. It's not going to be graphics. We've talked about this you know yeah. a lot. Yeah. It, it's not graphics. Graphics are always going to be there. Sound is going to be there. We're we're at the point now that our eyes can't even pick up the <laughs> graphics that we're trying to see.
2: Yeah.
0: Um so the the future of it is going to be how can I play with everybody? So, what do you think Tuesday?
1: Yeah, definitely. That's always been I don't know, being isolated, I guess, isolated as a Nintendo gamer like obviously that's my number one, but I am more of a Sony girl, um,
0: or do you lean a little
1: more towards them? (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yeah, no, definitely the, the playability is a huge thing. Um, especially if they could also even go as far to intertwine it even with like, um, PC games. Cause I know that's a big factor for a lot of people too. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you have your console gamers and then we have the whole like, well, I'm just a PC gamer. We never
0: talk about that on this podcast, ever.
2: PC Master Race. No, I'm only
0: kidding. I'm only
1: kidding. Ooh, console elitist. Okay.
2: I only play on my abacus. It's the most purest form of game.
1: (laughs) I'm an OG gamer.
0: OG gamer. OG. Um,
1: No, yeah, definitely the the cross-playability would be absolutely phenomenal and... Yeah, I mean, we have, like you were saying, um, we have the graphics now and the sound, and the games are so expansive now, it's not even, you know, who has the bigger game anymore, who has the most, you know, we saw that with DLC when it first started to happen, you know, this game, you can make it bigger, bigger, have more stuff to do, it's not even about that anymore, it's, well, how can I play with my friend in, you know, Australia, he's got this console, and he likes this game, and I want to play it too, but I like this console.
2: Mm-hmm. I didn't even think I about think the international when issues it, and stuff. Yeah. 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 So. Do you have friends oh, well. in Australia? What? Do you have friends in in Australia?
1: I do actually.
2: That's awesome. What do they? What do they do?
1: Um. Well, one of my friends is also probably just as big as a Nintendo nerd as me. Okay. Um. And then he's also big into PC gaming, ah. which is kind of maybe kind of what maybe jog it, but. I used okay. to be super about Steam. Um, what happened? Not so much. Um, I just kind of fell off. I got tired of having to keep updating a um, personally made computer every time a new game came out. It was like, oh, need a new graphics card. <laughs>
0: That's true.
1: So That's very true. It became a very expensive hobby.
0: <laughs> it is. Oh well, I do have to say, um, oh, collapse. I don't know for yeah, yay for what for for Tuesday's first uh, episode with us. Uh, We're not scaring you off. You're gonna join us again next week,
1: of course. All All right, right.
0: all right. So, um, like I said, so so lucky to have you here. Thank you, thank you for for joining our crew. Um, Don't worry, no problem. Don't worry. Grace and Jesus are still a part of our crew too. They're just off doing some other different projects um so um so yeah so don't think that we kicked them out or anything like that um but uh that will fight to the end (laughs) (laughs) it's like Um, the console wars (laughs) console wars all over again the
1: next top podcaster
0: (laughs) uh tyra banks is going to show up and no (laughs) (laughs) start
2: handing out roses
0: (laughs) yes um Uh.
1: We've got a good drag race
2: going too while we're at it. Sure. Let's dress up. Let's do it. Steve, <laughs> yeah.
1: you,
0: that's all about you, man. Go right ahead. Go uh,
2: have fun. I will. I'll wear the the prettiest. I'll be the prettiest lady. You don't even know.
0: Mm. <laughs> so, um, but I think that will do it for us this week. Um, and, uh, like I said, just, uh, thank you for listening to us. Um, find us, uh, you know, download, you download us. So, um, you know, click on that link for our discord. Join us. Um, We're starting to get back into streaming. uh, So check us out on our channel on Twitch, and that is the Save Point Podcast channel. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Good night. Bye.